This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. If you want to listen to this episode or any of our episodes ad-free, you can do that now. Head on over to Patreon. Click on the ad-free level. You get all of our bonus shows that you've been hearing so much about. Plus, every single day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you can listen to this episode or any of our other episodes at the same time, ad-free, over on Patreon. Hey everyone, this is David. Welcome back behind the velvet robe. Let's just get right into it today because we are here and she is with a different background. So she must be traveling. Miss Sarah Frazier. Hi, David Yontif. This is the traveling podcast show. I am in Maine. I'm closer to you in the Hamptons. Oh my and gosh. There's no place better to be in the summer. I mean, truly like the Hamptons is the best, but Maine's, Maine's a good spot in the summer. It's kind of trendy it's a little high class some places I mean where I am it's like low class you know I mean I think I'm currently looking at a couple of trailers but you know I mean we all start somewhere we all start somewhere and listen you know just because I enjoy the fancy back roads of the Hamptons and having the Countess down the street it doesn't mean it's for everyone it doesn't mean I'm better than anyone some people prefer you know a different locations I just want to know if you've run into Ina Garten because I want one of, I want to go to Ina Garten and Jeffrey's farm and have like a fabulous margarita with that girl. Like, have you seen her and her little mini Cooper? You know what? Everyone asks me about her out of all the people. I know, right? No, I haven't run into her. I ran into dad. Did I tell you how I ran into daddy Cone again and Bruce Bozzi? Did I tell you this story? At the party you looked, he, well, first of all, he looked great. Andy looked like he was flirting up a storm. I mean, I, Andy's a genius anyway, but I mean, listen, so Bruce Bozzi has been on this podcast. It's a great episode. Everyone should listen. Really. Bruce Bozzi is, I mean, Bruce Bozzi is married to the head of like CAA. So like the man owns CAA, like he's like best friends with like Madonna. So Bruce is like loaded. He's also hot, but like, he's also, I mean, his, 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 the, his husband, his ex-wife is Carrie Fisher. Like his step, his daughter is Billy Lord. Bruce is no joke. And he is literally the most down to earth human being. So I waited until, I just never feel like talking to Andy Cole when he's out and about. Isn't that awful? So I waited until Bruce Bozzi was alone. And then I it's just was like, hey, he's like, of course I know who you are. I was, I'm like, you don't. He's like, how many podcasts do you think I do? But I just, I don't feel like talking to Andy when I see him out. I don't feel like talking to a lot of Bravo people when I see them out. I'll be honest with you. I know. Well, I can understand that. I can totally understand that. I I just don't feel like, you know, this is where it happens. And my loyalty is towards the people of this podcast. And I don't really want to account for my words, you know? I get it. And, you know, I mean, your, your podcast, as we've seen, comes up on daddy cohen's show on jeff lewis's show in the new york post i mean daddy cohen knows who you are and you know i mean honestly you should speak to him because you really help him i mean you keep the ratings going you keep people interested you keep you know i mean what we do a lot of people think oh what you do is trash or whatever but I mean, people do know without all of us having conversations, without people being loyal listeners, without us. And I always find I love it's it's just mindless entertainment and it's wonderful without us. I mean, these shows have no buzz like like we should they ought to be giving us, you know, how YouTube gives out awards when you get a certain amount of subscribers or the Razzie gives out like the worst actors yeah. I mean, should give out. There are podcast <laughs> awards. There are like. Yeah, but they're not like. I don't know. I don't think they. Nobody recognize. knows about them. Yeah, no, I know. It's like I heard radio podcast awards. I mean, does any? Could you name anyone that's that's won? No, no, no. one cares. Nobody cares. Um, also, 
Yeah, no, I mean, I don't know if Daddy Cone sees it that way that I'm helping him so much. So I'm going to wait until, and like Tom Felicia from Queer Eye has been on my show and he was there. I spoke to him, Tyler Whitman from Million Dollar Listing was there. So I have a lot of run-ins out here. Um, I just like to, I don't know, I turn on a blind eye when I see Daddy Cone, but Bruce Bozzi is wonderful. But speaking of my show being mentioned, um, here's the thing. Um, I feel that like maybe I'm trying to be dragged into this new feud with Kelly Dodd, who's mentioning me. I've gotten so many DMs that people are like, you know, Kelly Dodd is trashing you on. So here's the thing. Bronwyn came on my show, Bronwyn Wyndham Burke, and gave an interview, a two-part interview, just like every other housewife. We've had Tamara on. We've had Vicky on. We've had Heather Dubrow. Isn't Heather Dubrow Kelly's like arch enemy? Heather Dubrow has been on twice. And but did Heather say anything about Kelly when Heather was on? Because that's where this all gets. That's where this all. Well, it's a very good question. So, I mean, Bunju Bronwyn said a lot of things. She said Bravo doesn't care about employees. You know, they don't care about our well-being. They just want ratings. I mean, she said a lot about Tamara. Like, I mean, it wasn't this wasn't like a let's bash Kelly. I mean, I have like 8,000 DMs here from Kelly, which I'm not going to read, but I might have to just read them quietly to refresh my memory. But so, yeah. So look, Kelly wasn't happy with what Bronwyn, Bronwyn, I guess, said that Kelly revealed her address on air. Now, mind you, this is at the end of like an hour and a half chat. Uh, uh, to me, the headline is like, Bravo doesn't care about us. They just There was a lot of headlines and I guess some some publication picked up that Kelly Dodd reveals Broadwood's address. I didn't even know about this. And then I get this DM from Kelly and then she's not happy. So here's my thing. Can we just back up for a minute? This is really the dumbest question. What like, okay, if you're going to dock someone, why is that such a bad thing? I I, I really don't understand. Like if you're my enemy and we're going to sling mud, I'll reveal everything I know about you. I'll reveal text messages. I'll reveal, I mean, I'm a lawyer. I'll be, I'll get dirty. So I don't even understand like why Kelly is so mad. I also don't understand why it's a headline, but why is it so bad to dox someone? That's a stupid question, baby. This is a huge back and forth. I mean, this always goes back to, we've said it numerous times on these podcasts that we do together. Kelly is a busy woman. She's restoring a house. She has a popular podcast. She's just newly married for the most part with Rick Leventhal. She has a daughter. Why the fuck are any of these people taking the time to listen to everything that we have to say about, you know, or even in this case, this is Bronwyn's opinion. I mean, these DMs from Kelly to you about how upset she is and how you should be defending her name. I just, look, I get in trouble like this too, not to the level that you're at, but I just think like, I I thought you handled it really well to her. You were like, look, I, we did an entire interview. You know, she never said anything. This was, and, and it was really over. Yes. Kelly feels like Bronwyn exposed her address. Kelly used a fake home in shooting because, and why was that? There was a reason they didn't show well, like, and also, you know, like the, the Kardashians have used a fake home. Like it's, it's a common theme. It's like, so I guess I, I don't even know that I, like, I guess Kelly, like Rick had enough sense of like, cause he was on Fox to say like, let's right. not show the outside of our house, you know? And so I guess Bronwyn did, but I still don't even understand. And then we'll get into some more things. I don't even understand. Like, why is it so bad if you dock someone? I mean, everyone's probably rolling their eyes and shaking right now. And and let me just say another thing. Let me just say something else. Unlike when I've had a feud with Jill Zarin in the past and Teddy, that fucking melon ball, I I will say I have Stockholm Syndrome when it comes to Kelly. I still, I'm not mad at Kelly. I'm not upset. Like, Kelly's in a fight with herself. I'm not in a fight with her. I love you, Kelly. Like, this isn't me being scared in the fucking corner. Cause like I said, I'm a lawyer and people don't scare me. Like, I don't understand like Kelly could. And then where I draw the line is when she'll say like, you know, you should defend me. You had me and Rick on. I did have her and Rick on. It was great. I've never received so much hate in my life because they talked about their opinions on masks and vaccinations. And that's Fine. You say that to her. You say that to her in your and, response back to her that I can't. I let you come on. I let you speak your entire truth. And I and I and I want Kelly and Rick back on. I like them. I just feel I don't understand the. I mean, 
my show is when I have you on, it is your hour. Kelly and Rick can speak whatever truth they would like to speak. And when Bronwyn's on and Vicky's on and whoever's on, it's there. It's not, that is not my show. My show is to ask questions and you can speak your truth. And so, you know, look, Bronwyn says, this is true. Kelly says it isn't. I don't even want to get into that. I just don't understand. You know, Kelly's like, I should, I should defend you. That's not really my show. That's where I draw the line. It's like, that's Bronwyn's opinion. I didn't say it. And I mean, I still don't understand why it's so bad to dock someone. Why is that so bad? Again, if you and I are in a thing and we're going to sling mud, I will, I will pull out every fucking stop and I'll do it all. So I don't even think it's that bad. So that's the first thing. So that's that. Um, I do. I took some notes from this little chat that Kelly and Rick had. Um, Rick started, I have, have more of a problem with Rick. Rick started it and said, Bronwyn did some other podcast. Bro, you were on the damn podcast. So you know just who I am. So let's not try to downplay that you know me. So there you go, Rick. Love you still. Then this whole doxing thing. Then Kelly says, you know, she was on that guy, David, under the velvet rope. His voice is so annoying. So really, I'm the one that should be upset at this point because Kelly is saying that I have an annoying voice. That's what she said on her thing. Um, I agree with you. I actually agree with Kelly. I think I have a horrible voice. I think I have a really annoying voice. Um, I can't listen to this podcast. Uh, editing and listening to it back and preparing it to go out to the world. There's nothing that I hate more. You know, so I actually agree with Kelly. I have a horrible voice. It's annoying. Um, I agree with you. It stands she- out, though. It stands out. Oh, and my gosh. Can I just tell you, I love Kelly and Rick, too. I re- I've reached out to them and asked them to be on my show. Rick has never agreed to do it. It's fine. Um, but I love Kelly. I loved Kelly from the start. I just I love her fashion. Uh, I love her makeup. I love her. Sk- I, she's stunning. I love I love a lot of things about Kelly. So I'm with you. I just, I was- uh, and this isn't me kissing her ass. And by the way, can I just decide when, when I had my feud with Jules Aaron and then uh, you and I, I apologized to Jules Aaron on air the week after yeah. I, someone DM me and said, I have never laughed so hard. I loved when you told Jules Aaron to go fuck herself on air. And then I just listened to the follow-up episode. I have no respect for you anymore. You are a weak man with a small dick. How can you apologize to that woman? So nobody makes me do anything. You know, this isn't me being afraid of Kelly Dodd. I, too, love Kelly. So you could say I have an annoying voice. I agree with you. I'm not upset. I mean, you know, you seemed a little tipsy, girl, but that's cool. That's why we like you. You know, here's the thing. At least Kelly is a real fucking human being in there. Do you know what I mean? At least she's sloppy. She, she at least... It's real. It, it's it's an emotion and she's feeling it at the time. But I do agree. I have a horrible voice. Here's two more things that they said that I would like to address. She then went on to say he also had this other person, Tom Arnold, on from Roseanne, and he spoke bad about me that I kissed him. Um, That's not speaking bad about you, sweetheart. I mean, he said you guys kissed. I mean, that's, he didn't say you were a bad kisser. So he's, I think he actually said you were hot. So I don't think he really spoke bad of you. He said that you, you know, were a hot woman that he kissed. And here's the thing. She also said, number four point, who listens to that guy? Well, Kelly, here's the problem that I now have. A lot. Um, I mean, you also DM'd me months ago asking, like, saying that, you know, you can't even stand listening to this particular episode because there were so many ads in it. So, you know, the ads are not there. There's not nine ads. And you can ask these listeners how annoyed they are with all the ads. Um, you know, if you, I'm in the Hamptons at my Hamptons estate, and I don't leave the Hamptons in the summer, but I would like to say Kelly and Rick can come and visit Ramona. Your good friend lives down the street. You can stay with her. I have a second bedroom. Kelly and Rick, you guys can stay with me. If you want to bring the books and, and get into it and see who listens to me, and we can compare that model to your private Patreon and your YouTube, and you want to see who listens to me versus who listens to you and who has more listeners, we can do that. My Hampton's house is open. You are invited for the weekend. I will get vodka. I will get tequila. I will get everything. So I'm not sure that who listens to me is the correct statement because we can compare the numbers and numbers don't lie. That's the only problem I have with anything she said. Other than that, I love you, Kelly. I love you, Rick. You're in a feud with yourself because you're not in a feud with me. And I'm not sure this is the last time someone will be on my show that will say that that's something horrible about Kelly. There's a lot of people from the OC that have said great things about Kelly. So 
I mean, we can go pull those episodes too. I like her, but I mean, I'm not going to censor guests. Go on. The wait is over. That's right. Season five of The Kardashians is here. Just when you thought life couldn't get any faster, they're punching it into overdrive. Chris, Courtney, Kim, Chloe, Kendall, and Kylie are back and continue to defy expectations in all their endeavors. So get ready to go behind the glitz and glamour of the most iconic family on television. The all-new season of The Kardashians premieres May 23rd, streaming on Hulu. Everyone always asks me what podcasts I listen to, and I have to tell you, one of my absolute favorites is The Envelope. Why is it my favorite? Because it's really similar to this podcast. It's a celebrity guest podcast, sound familiar, except it's from the LA Times, and they cover award seasons in Hollywood and the entertainment industry. So they interview people that are possibly nominated or going to be nominated for awards. Now, some of the recent episodes include Jennifer Coolidge, hello, for White Lotus, but I mean, of course, we also love her from Legally Blonde. Come on. Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. If you're not watching Grace and Frankie and haven't watched it, I don't know what you're waiting for. David Harbour from Stranger Things. Jessica Biel, Candy. Oh, I think of Justin Timberlake when I hear just Jessica Biel and then I get sidetracked. Listen, the first six episodes of The Envelope are available to binge now. So tune in to hear all those great interviews plus more. You're going to love listening to The Envelope. And again, they're from the LA Times, so they really kind of know what they're doing. Binge these first six episodes now. Download and listen to the latest episodes of The Envelope everywhere you get your podcasts. Trust me, if you like Behind the Velvet Rope, you're going to love The Envelope. You know, two weeks ago, I told you guys about how I sent Dame products to all of my housewife friends, and they've been raving about Dame products and thanking me and, and giving me way too much detail. And now you guys have flooded my DMs asking which housewives specifically have been thanking me and how much they love Dame products. Well, listen, you're all a bunch of shady bitches because I am not going to tell you which housewives I sent Dame products to and which ones are thanking me profusely. Because, you know, Dame products are female vibrators designed for, you know, a woman's pleasure. So no, I'm not going to give you names. But what I will tell you is there are so many different options. There's the Evo, which is a wearable couples vibrator for hands-free fun. There's the Air, which stimulates you so fast and helps get you there. There's the Palm, which you could hold in the palm of your hand hands for your pleasure. Look, life is really stressful, really stressful. And Dame is here to kind of increase the quality of your life. Who doesn't want a little fun, right? They have massage oils and lubes. So what are you waiting for? Don't you want to feel good too? Come on, ladies. Go to dameproducts.com. Use code VELVETROPE to take 15% off your first order site-wide. You could choose anything. That's dameproducts.com. Enter code VELVETROPE and you get 15% off. Well, I just feel like all of these individuals from various reality shows, we have that you and I go back and forth. We have this issue all the time is you guys are, you've put yourselves on a reality television show. Do you think that people are not going to have a pain? Like we're okay. We're now 20 years into the reality television unscripted world. Okay. This is 20 years ago from when we had Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey and the simple life and, you know, the Osbournes. Okay. If you are going on fucking reality TV, you want people to talk about you. I think Kelly and Rick's strategy with everybody, with everybody that says that even has their names in their mouths is just to come at them and see if they, I don't want to, I hate the word bullying because now that's like everybody says you're, everybody's a bully now. You know, that's like another, another buzz term. I don't, you and I are grown people in business, so they're not bullying you or anybody, but I think there's I'm not afraid of it. I am not afraid of anybody in this world. I am a law. I swear to you, I am financially independent. I don't need to work. I am a lawyer. If you want to come at me and really make this a thing, I will fucking destroy you. I, when I see red, I will destroy you. I've said this before. Having said that, I am in no feud with Kelly Dodd. I like her. I think that they just, I think their strategy is if they think that they can, you know, contact you, harass you, whatever, into always speaking good of them. I think they're going to try to do that. I mean, I think that's just, I think they're two very, very outspoken people. And if they, like anybody in their realm, they think they can control what is said about them. I think they're going to try. Um, and by the way, thank you. Thank you for mentioning me. Thank you for speaking about me. I'm okay with it. I'm okay. And and I do agree with her. I, I, I I'm, my voice 
annoys the fuck out of me. Listening to this podcast makes my ears bleed. I like it. And I think Thank it's out. Like if you had this, you know, deep masculine voice, I mean, we'd sound like everybody else, you know? I mean, people know your voice. I think you're right. I really do. So it's, you know what? It's a shame because I actually think, you know, look, it's not a shame in the sense like it's great publicity for you. It's great for Broadway. It's great for Kelly. Like everybody wins when there's these feuds. But I think in a way like behind the scenes, and I'm sure she'll come back on your show at some point. She she should she and Rick should have you on their show one hundred percent. That would be I I, I I thought of that. I mean I I thought of that. Like I wasn't going to suggest it. I think she's like upset with me still. But yeah, I, I'd like to go on their show and I'll promote it, and they can come on my show. It's like I just think you're a Kelly Stan, really, and I feel like of all people to come after, like you weren't the one. Like I just think that you actually do like Kelly, and I I feel like that soundbite of all the things that the guests that you've had, like no one really cared until she made that a thing. Like, no, I don't think that many people, you get a ton of DMs. I don't think that many people were in your DMs about the whole address. No, I mean, Bronwyn said a lot of other stuff that got picked up. I didn't even know that this was a thing. I was like, listen, I know my trained ear hears something that's going to be a big thing. I stay on it. I didn't even, this just like went over my head when Bronwyn said this. It was like, okay, great. I don't, I still don't understand what's so wrong about doxing someone. I will stand by that. I mean, what? I don't understand. Like you're revealing someone's information. Okay. But this person is coming at you. So why, why, why can't you do that? What's, what's wrong about that? Like if you and I were in a big fight and we fell out and we were never going to record again, why can't I be like, and this dumb bitch is in Maine and look at where she is and here's her ad like I mean what's why is that so bad I'm putting your wife in jeopardy I I do okay again I don't I think of all the interview that you had with with Bronwyn nobody was paying attention to this part until Kelly made it although it did get a headline in heavy and some other that's that's where it okay well I will say this I do think I feel like kids and um exposing someone's address I mean I do think it's bad okay I do because I think you have people that are so unstable now in this world. I mean, I think they're capable of anything. And, you know, Kelly and Rick, I do get like they are they have their very strong opinions. And I mean, there's some crazy people that might disagree with them. You know, you're scaring me. I mean, I'm like, you know, no, no, no. When I when I'm in the city, I've always said this. I've always said this when I'm in the city with my doorman. I feel like I, I, but you know, when I first got out here this summer to the Hamptons in May, I, the first like month, I was like, I'm fucking scared. <laughs> like I, a house scares me. That's like, have you ever watched Scream or any of these? House? Like, I, I, so I'm not really in, I'm in the center of a lot of things in Sag Harbor, but like, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, it's scary. So yeah, you're, you're, you're like scaring me that all these haters of mine are going to come fucking kill me. No, I mean, look, if you don't own that house, so it's it's a different situation. It's probably going to be harder for people to <sighs> find. You know, if you own a home publicly, I mean, the reality is anybody that really wants to find you can find you. It, it happens to celebrities all the time. I get what Kelly is saying on that front. Okay, see, well, that's why I'm asking, because I don't really understand. You know, I, I get what she's saying. Um, you know, they don't live in a gated community. You know, it's it's a whole thing. So I understand that. Um, but anyway, I, I think, I, I think just making it a bigger deal than what it was draws more attention and you are a Kelly fan. So I hate to see that, but I, I, I do understand her point. And I'm just like, wait, I like when I, her point on the address, I don't think that you as an interviewer should be always defending Kelly and Rick on points or, or anyone else. You know what I right. mean? Like, again, I personally have never received so much hate on any guests possibly. I think Kelly and Rick were my number one, just because of what we talk. I just don't want to talk about politics or COVID. I have my own views. Nobody really knows that I've never talked about them and nor will I, but so, but I'm okay with that. I loved having them on. And I really defended that. I was like, Kelly is a human being. She can say whatever the fuck she wants. She could have any view that she wants. And by the way, Kelly and Rick are not the only people that feel a certain way about a mask or a vaccine. There's 50% 50% of the country agrees, or the U.S. or the world agrees with them. So let's not, and by the way, let me also say, since I'm all about telling about my DMs, when Kelly and Rick were on and I got all the hate comments, 
I can't tell you how many DMs I got that are like, yes, yes, you let, that's right. Their views on masks are correct. Their views are like, so, you know, I I mean, I I just don't like talking about that stuff. I was like, this bus has made, normally I have control of that bus. Like when I Gloria all read the lawyer on, I was like, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I am afraid if you, Kelly and Rick drove that damn bus off, off, off the highway. I was like, I have no control of this show anymore, but I mean, I'm not backtracking. I loved having them on. It was a great show. And like, I'm thrilled to have them back and I would love to go on their show. So my point is like, I ain't in a fight with them. Like, unlike that, that Nelling camp or whatever the hell her name is, you know, that's someone that's like, please girl, like, give me a break. But you know, I, I, I'm like, Kelly, like, I'm not fighting with you because I actually like you and I, you're so there you go. I, I hope you guys can make up because I do feel like, you know, the interview you did with them was really amazing. It was their first interview, I, you know, publicly outside of their own podcast. I think it, it people had really great opinions on both sides about it. And she, you know, kind of spoke her truth about Bravo pick and choosing who they want to fire based on different things. And so I, I thought it was really great. I hope you guys can come to a good spot because I do think you being on their show would be amazing. And I actually see you guys being friendly in real life so hopefully and also like you know with all of this talk like we start getting into like you know okay like nini leaks is probably on like the do not use list i mean you sued the network and andy like why isn't kelly being you know listen i understand you know she's has views but like why isn't i mean we're on girls trip three now like if this is obviously a thing you know where's four and five I mean, are we going to start repeating? There's only so many ex-housewives, right? So six times three, 18. Yeah, we're a hundred. I mean, we're taking current housewives too, but like, where's Kelly's name? Like she could be in the mix for a girl's trip. Like, I don't think they're calling Carol Raswell. I mean, I, she was on my show. Like, I think Kelly, I mean, I don't, I think, I, I, I think anyone, look, it's notorious that, Andy has said Jill Zarin is an annoying person and then she taped him. I mean, she's back in the mix and now she's going to be at an OG show. Like, I think, I don't think there's any bridge burnt at Bravo for anyone except Nini. I mean, Nini Nini and who else? Kelly, maybe. You think? I don't think, I I, I don't think so. I think Kelly poses a contradiction for them. You know, we all remember. I mean, yeah, but you have Vicki Gumbelson screaming on the top of her lungs that like the vaccine's going to kill people. I mean, on what's they got into that on the the, yeah, um, you know, Kelly Vicky's anti-vax. But but that's what I mean. Like, I mean, I don't really see Kelly as being anything different than anyone else. I mean, Brandy Glanville. I mean, every word out of her mouth is something like, like, I don't know. I don't, like, I don't, I don't, I just don't, I think, I think eventually Kelly's name is going to be thrown in there and that's going to be an explosive girl's trip. Right. I think you're right. That's true. I think, I think she could be back for sure. Because I think what you're right. I mean, Jill Zarin's back now. I don't, you know, I know there, I I don't know. I mean, but maybe because I, I mean, really when it comes down to it, she says she was, Kelly says she was fired because she's a Trump supporter and she wore the drunk wives matter hat, right? Which she was fined for. Yeah. She was fined for. Uh, so yeah, she'll probably be back because I think, I guess in the grand scheme of things, right? I, I mean, mean, we have lots of people doing things like that and having the same political views as her. Who cares? But I mean, I, you know, now speaking of Girls Trip, someone who is on Girls Trip, but needs to get her ass back here because she's got a lot of things to do in the U.S., like go on tour, is the one, the only, Miss Candy Gal. Candy Gal. Candy Gal. I am so proud of Candy Gal. She continues to slay with her music. Um, She's going on tour, guys. Uh, Candace Dillard tour. And I'm sure everyone's rolling their eyes. They're like, God, you're going from Kelly Dodd to Candace Dillard. Like, where are we going here, guys? I am so excited about this. So she's partnered with City Winery. She's doing a multi-city tour. You know, she's going to be Philadelphia, D.C., Atlanta, mostly all East Coast locations, New and York. which one are we going to, Sarah? <gasps> well, I think we should go to the New York City show. And tickets just went on sale this past Friday. What New York City show? There isn't one. Oh, sorry. Sorry, there's not. We'd have to hit Washington, D.C. All right. So would you like to go to that? I'm being really serious. 
Um, yeah, let me. Okay. You're going to have to get on an airplane though. What weekend is BravoCon? The 14th, 15th, 16th. Okay. So October 19th, she's in Philly. October 20th, October she's in Chicago. 19th. Actually, maybe Chicago would be good because that's kind of halfway for you. And me. I'll go to any, I'll go anywhere if you go. And then I listen, we, think about it. Yeah, I would do that. Think about it. First of all, we have to get tickets sooner than later. Second of all, you know, we do have an obligation here to these people to give like a, a, a you know, I mean, I go to Sonia Morgan's thing and I tell everyone that I didn't like it. And everyone like, you know, now there's that, there's a lot of chaos on that too. I, God, there's so much drama in my life. Um, but the point is we should go. So I'm not the one, I mean, I'll get on a plane tomorrow. So you tell me. I know you guys think that all I talk about is my summer of health and wellness in the Hamptons, but listen, it's going well. And one thing that has really set me on my path to health and wellness and really losing the weight that I had put on during COVID is Aura Organics Solene So Clean. Solene So Clean is a clean plant-based protein powder made from organic ingredients. I personally use it after I work out every morning. I go at the crack of dawn, 5.30 a.m. because I get so busy with this podcast, I have no other time to work out. And if you love making protein packed smoothies and snacks, So Lean So Clean is literally the best thing on the market. It's clean, it's vegan, there's nothing artificial, but what do we really care about? The taste. The taste and the texture are so unbelievable. Now they have like vanilla chocolate, but I'm telling you the vanilla chai is just so freaking out of this world. But don't take my word for it. They have over 10,000, that's 10,000, five-star reviews. If you're not happy for any reason within 60 days, you get a full refund. No questions asked. Your money is sent back. So why, what are you waiting for? You get 30% off your first subscription when you text ROPE to 64,000. Text ROPE to 64,000 and get 30% off your first subscription. That's ROPE to 64,000. Message and data rates apply. Terms apply, which are available at Aura Organic slash terms. You know, everyone always asks me like how I deal with the internet trolls, like all the listeners who have something to say about the housewives and leave negative comments all day on Instagram. Listen, I have to tell you, I'm really serious when I say that the comments don't bother me at all. And the only reason why is because I've worked on my mental health. I mean, mental and physical health, there's really nothing more important because when you work on yourself and you have that clear mind, Nothing can bother you. You're comfortable. You're happy inside. And the long-term effects of therapy and working on your mental health really can help strengthen your relationships and give you a more positive outlook on life. And for my mental health, I've turned to Talkspace because listen, first of all, it's a fraction of the cost of in-person therapy. But really, I love that I can reach out to my therapist and get my therapy and work on myself from anywhere in the world. You don't have to wait for an appointment or go into an office. And their licensed therapists are trained to handle just a variety of specialties. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use code VELVET to get $100 off your first month. That's VELVET and Talkspace.com. Philly, Chicago, Nashville, Atlanta, Washington, D.C., all in October. I've actually never been to Atlanta or Nashville, so I'm thinking maybe that we go there. Think of how, like... So Just think of like candy out on stage. Like this is iconic. I'm sorry. Like these outfits, the guys are Candace's music is good. I'm sorry. It's good. It's really good. It's, it's amazing. I mean, it's, it's really, really good. I think she's going to put on a really great show. I picture it being like, just a little lounge singer, like a little pop culture. You and know, I'm sure the husband is going to be there. We'll have some Chris oh, Bassett time. Chris. And I don't know, Sarah, you better think about coming. I think, I think we should do Atlanta because I think if we go to Atlanta, we're probably going to get, you know, Miss Bailey might be there. Um, we might, you know what I mean? I feel like Marlo might show up. Like we might get some of the, we might get some of the cross. So I think if we go to Nashville. We're not going to get any crossover. No, like DC, the, the gals will be there, you know? That's true. We got it. We, so we got to do DC or um, Atlanta. All right. Well, we'll either. I mean, I, I literally almost bought tickets the other day and then like I stepped away from it. And I was like, I need to figure this out. Cause I, I do. Can I tell you, I can't tell you how many, I don't even want to talk about it. It's really awful. I've thrown like 
thousands of dollars probably in the toilet this summer of tickets I've had in like New York City and just things that I just didn't go you to. Didn't go? Why didn't no. you tell them? I know it sounds easy, but it never works out that way. It's awful. I'm horrible. Please don't judge me. I just I'm an awful person. Um, so let's so candy gal. So you pull yourself together now. In other news, I have to tell you, I was reading this the other day. Lisa Rinna is disappointed in the tribute that they gave to Lois. Mm, Did you hear about this? Like she feels, what was it really like? Did you read anything about it? Like she feels that Lois was such a part of the show. They didn't spend enough time. I have some opinions on this because I actually made a comment on this when that episode aired. But how do you feel about this? And, well, and, and what is Rena really saying? What, she should have gotten more airtime? Rena is saying um, it's very disappointing considered over the years, Lois, you know, was featured quite often. And Rena takes a dig at the network and basically says, we spent three episodes on the whole, um, this is dark, what she's, you know, which of course turned right. out to be a huge fucking nothing burger, right? Which was... Um, Oh, um, you know, Sutton allegedly said something dark to Crystal, you know, that was referring to was this something racist, right? Like leading us to believe that Sutton dropped an N-bomb, like some, you know, something big. Of course, we find out there's absolutely nothing there. And so Rinna is basically saying, oh, great. We spent three episodes on something stupid while Lois got a quick little tribute, you know, one little measly episode. We talked about her and remembered her and that was it. And over the years, you know, Lois brought the audience so much joy was on, was dancing. None of that was really honored thoughts. Well, I believe I talked about it on this show before when it happened. And I made a comment that was like the exact opposite. Actually, I feel look, I'm not taking, I mean, we've all lost people. I'm not taking anything away from Lisa Rinna or Lois or the fact that, I mean, you know, losing a mother is such a hard thing. I had the exact opposite reaction. And I do think I talked about it on this show. Like, I think we lost a lot of different mothers throughout the time on the show. I mean, Lois was part of the show, but if you really think about it, Lois wasn't on the show as much as Mama D in Dallas, Mart Sr. in New Jersey. I even think like Tinsley's Dale. I mean, Lois was a, a, a thing. I just thought, I thought they did more for Lois. And those women are alive. I just thought they did more for Lois than some other people that we've lost. Like, I didn't really think it was less. I almost thought a it was people, more. A lot of people agree with you. A lot of people. Really? Yeah. yeah. What do so, they say? Uh, like they did a lot for Lois? Yeah, a lot of people feel like they did a really nice tribute. They toasted her at one point. You know, of course, Lois loved birds. We shot, we saw throughout people wearing birds as a tribute to her. Um, there were confessionals that Renna talked about Lois. Obviously, people were very sensitive to how Renna was feeling when they were in Mexico. I mean, people feel like they talked a lot about Lois. And, and not for other things, like even like where she's outside or something happens and 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 when Harry's like, that's Lois. I mean, this is editing. They could edit like a one line sentence from Harry Hamlin out mentioning Lois and it's in there. I don't know. I mean, this is just, and I really think, I don't know what episode I said it on. If you go back, I said, I thought this was like, it was almost more, I thought than they did for some other people. That's just my feeling. I understand what Rena is saying, but I think she's off base mm-hmm. and she's off base. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's off so, base on that one. Anyway, that was a little bit of tea, but you know, it's been an interesting month or so for Rena. You know, with all the you know the posts, them taken down. Who knows? Maybe she's beefing a little bit behind the scenes with production. And by the way, Rena a lot. She she comes out swinging against the network a lot, and just nobody cares. You know, I mean, nobody. I really, I think you could say anything you want against the network. I mean, because other people have done it, right? And they're still on the show. I mean, Bethany says crap about Andy all the time and she's on watch what happens every other day. It would take Bethany back in a heartbeat if they could figure out the money. I mean, it, 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 I think the same goes for Carol Rad as well. You know, I, I, yes. watch, I love your TikTok um, behind the velvet rope. I've been, I watched all those clips. I mean, Carol's like, 
Carol would, would, I'm sure that production thought Carol was a fucking pain in the ass. I mean, Carol details the emails and the, the, the notes on each scene that she would send to production. Again, I think they would take Carol back in a heartbeat. I mean, Carol is a class act, you know, she's, and she brings, I think, an element of class to the show that sometimes is missing. Um, and I, I mean, I'm just a huge Carol stan anyway. I, I love Carol. I just, from being, you know, Kennedy family royalty, it's just the whole thing. So, and like, I, I just think it, they don't care if you talk shit about them. They don't. No. And I think like, if you have a black mark next to your name, they call you and they're like, Hey, let's start the conversation. Now, by the way, you know, you shouldn't do these things anymore. Okay. You want, you know, 400,000. Yeah, sure. Great. Okay. So like, let's get the contract out to you and don't say that anymore. Okay. I'm so sorry. I know I hated you, but wait, you're going to give me half a million dollars. Okay, cool. I love you again. Yay. That's you're right. Like look at candy gal. I mean, I think candy, I don't think candy gal has a great relationship. I, I don't know this. This is just, she's never said this to me directly. This is just what I've pieced together. I don't think Candy Gale has much communication with Andy Cohen or production for that matter at all. And I mean, I think we know probably she was given maybe a little bit of warning about the tweets, but they don't care. I mean, it's great. Energy. But you know what? That's why I like her because she does. She gets it. She's not a fucking suck up kiss ass. Again, no, the same way. I hate to go back to her. The same reason I like Kelly Dodd. Like they're not like Candace is not a suck up kiss ass. I think she's like, this is a limited time. I will be fired from the Real Housewives of Potomac eventually. Uh, right. You know, she's not the grand dame who's probably never going to be fired. Jizzy Jizz will probably never be fired. I don't think Candace is in such jeopardy, but eventually, and I think she gets it. And I think she's like, these people, it's the corporate fucking machine. Like I'll scratch their back. They scratch my back. And I mean, look, it's launched her music career and that's what she wanted. Um, staying on Beverly Hills though, for a minute with all this with Rinna. Now, what is it, you know, a few weeks back, we saw Erica Jane. She told Garcelle's son, Jax to fuck off. What was this you were telling me about the, you know, Teddy Mellencamp was involved or Teddy. Oh my God. Was running her mouth off. You know, yeah. Well, we'll, we have so much to talk about with Teddy and Tamara and two T's in a pod and all that stuff, but I just feel for Teddy because Teddy seems like she's thrust into this world and she doesn't have a backbone. The long story short is this. Teddy was online, essentially said, why was Garcelle's 14-year-old son there at midnight anyway? You know, he should have been home in bed. He shouldn't have been there that late, why, including her other young son. They're, they're, they're not that young. They're like teenagers. Um, and then, you know, people came after her like, really? That's, you know, you know. Eric is telling a 14 year old to fuck himself and you're stuck on that point. Like you're so lame. Then she backtracks. No, no, no. Erica was wrong. I'm sorry. Then she tries to go back and go, I have opinions. You can differ with my opinion. This is my opinion. It's just so much like, I know that by responding to all these comments, it just keeps the drama going, which is good for ratings, but it's just so dumb to me. Kelly, uh, Teddy went back and forth and couldn't make up her mind. And then it was like, we'll just agree to disagree. Teddy, Teddy, she doesn't have a backbone and she, she just, I mean, she really just wants people to like her. Right. I I mean, she, she says she doesn't care again. Kelly Dodd really doesn't care. Candace Dillard really doesn't care. I think Teddy, look, this is not this. This is not the psychology. Look now, if you need therapy, if you need to analyze it, which this isn't, you can go to Talkspace. It's my sponsor. They're great. It's a hundred dollars off. But if you use the code in, in, in the show notes and you can talk to someone from anywhere in the world. So this is not me giving the therapy to Teddy, but I think, you know, she grew up a heavy set girl and she had issues being overweight and then she lost it. And now we all know all in by Teddy, lots of controversy over that and being thin and how many calories. But I think maybe when you grow up and you know, you're not popular, I wasn't popular in high school when I went to high school with that jury Kemsley, but I think you, you become one way or another, you become like a total fucking rebel rouser freak like me who doesn't give a fuck, or you're always trying to like, overcome that so i do think teddy cares and but here's the thing even though some people hate us at times we i don't know like again it's just a strange statement to be like what the hell is this 14 year old doing there like i don't know you and i have opinions that sometimes people hate us but i don't think we have these crazy opinions um let me see we have time for like 
you know, maybe one more thing. Oh, you know, let's stay on Rinna. What is this about? Was there a lot of drama being faced to Rinna with her lip line? What was this about her and her daughter? Because I have to tell you that picture, do you know what I'm talking about? Her and her daughter were promoting the Rinna lip line. Was there any drama associated with that? I just thought it was a really fucking hot picture. They were like, I'm like, Lisa Rinna is a freak of nature. She really is. I I mean, she's so phenomenal. I mean, the fact that she is, is she not, is she 60 yet or close? I mean, she just is. No, I mean, I think people were, were like blown away. She's a smoke show. I mean, Rena is stunning and, you know, Delilah looks great. I mean, her daughters are gorgeous. Um, yeah. I mean, Ren is, Ren is amazing. Like her daughters are gorgeous. What else? Okay. One more quick one. Oh, I just want, here's a quick one. Um, Real Housewives of Dallas. So Deandra Simmons, my girl, my friend, friends with, she landed at LaGuardia or JFK. She came to the New York area. She's doing a, um, she was doing an appearance in Connecticut at either Foxwoods or Mohegan. Shout out to Foxwoods and Mohegan, non-paid sponsor. Um, and she landed and apparently she was on her phone and somebody overheard apparently her saying like, oh, yes, no, no, no. Yeah, no, I, I really can't meet you that day. I have like, I have lunch with the, the executives at Bravo. Or that's what apparently someone heard her say to someone on the phone. Now, whether she even said this or not, I think even that we're not sure of. But apparently now there's this like, there's going to be a real Housewives of Dallas reboot. Everybody slow down. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't. Do you? This is what people don't realize. You and I, I say this all the time. We are just talking about what happened in the world, giving our opinions. Sometimes there's real life stuff like me running into Andy Cohen and Bruce Bozzi and me feuding with Kelly, even though I, I, I hate, I, I, I don't, why are any of you listening to these podcasts or reading these blogs that are these blind items? They are so, it is fan fiction. It is literally fan fiction. It is not based on anything. I I really think that you and I should just never work again. And we should just start a like, I heard that Ramona is so desperate for her Apple. Like, should we just start this podcast and just say anything? It's really an easy job, guys. It's easy. I know we really try to not, you know, start any rumors or, or perpetuate any rumors and, you know, just kind of, and, I mean, you have amazing sources at Bravo. Obviously I'm very close to a lot of people, the Potomac cast. So, you know, we know a lot of things there. I mean, it was like Candace, you know, Candace had messaged me. We did a whole thing. It made press on this podcast that she was coming back. You and I broke that. Um, but I, my personal feeling is I think it will be a very long time before we see anything with, Dallas. Yeah. There's nothing, guys. There's nothing. I mean, could they start pulling the Dallas gals into, you know, look, I mean, I think with a Real Housewives Girls Trip 3, it's the first time, you know, first we did Current Housewives, then we did Ex Housewives. This is a mixture. I mean, I don't know how, in God's name, Leah McSweeney got so lucky to even get invited to this. But we have her and we have Portia Williams. So we have ex- housewives with current ones should we start pulling in dallas girls and and have like a a, a, not a current or an ex just like a terminated franchise maybe like why can't the dallas go let's get leanne locking back on a girl's trip come on guys amazing amazing come on you know but this no this isn't true i don't even know if deandra really said that i mean could i reach out to her I, i i know deandra i just do we really even need to? No. There's no Dallas reboot that's coming. Miami was off for 10 years, everybody. 10 years. So in the future. But I truly think that we have a success with Salt Lake. It's because of, of the cast. I think there's no reason to go to Dallas. Just go to Chicago. Go to Tallahassee. Go to just find an actual group of people that you want to film around. No one cares about the city anymore. We're like past that. It's not New York. It's not LA. It's not, you know, it's not something major. So I don't think they're like desperately saying, where's the, you know, where's the story in Dallas? I think they would rather find a city like, you know, that's the same thing we had a few weeks ago where there's going to be right. those, those three new shows. That, there's nothing really right now, you know? I mean, yeah. and, and, and let's just observe Dubai. 
I mean, I think Dubai will come back, but the ratings aren't great. So that's false. There's no thing. And I don't even know if Deandra actually said that. And yeah, I'm sure Deandra Simmons does. I think if you, she picks up the phone and says, I'm going to be in New York city. I want to have a meeting. Of course she does. Of course she wants to have a meeting. Me and mama D D and D. I mean, I'm sure Deandra has a thousand ideas for a spinoff and I'm sure Bronwyn does. And I'm sure, you know, Gretchen Rossi does, and I'm sure everybody does, but okay. They're being nice and they're meeting with you and maybe she'll get a spinoff, but a meeting with Bravo executives doesn't mean Dallas is being rebooted. So there you go. Um, We're going to, we're going to be back next week. Oh gosh. Um, where can everyone find you? And by the way, follow me on TikTok, everyone. Behind the Velvet Rope is on TikTok. Come on, follow. I should do a contest. Like give something away if you if you're like the next 10 people to follow me. But go on. Um, at the Sarah Fraser show on TikTok. And you know, the Sarah Fraser show puts out brand new podcasts. Um basically Monday through Sunday, seven days a week. You know, I'm known for all my TLC talk on Wednesdays and I have every big TLC guest under the sun. Um, so just subscribe to the Sarah Frazier show. And David Yontaf and just do Behind the Velvet Rope on Instagram, Behind the Velvet Rope, everywhere you can fo- fo- follow it. And we will be back next week, Sarah. Love you. Bye, David. Bye. Thanks for listening to yet another episode of Behind the Velvet Rope. Because without you listeners, I would just be a crazy person with voices in my head. And if you like what you hear, subscribe, subscribe, subscribe on Apple Podcasts under Behind the Velvet Rope. And when you're done subscribing, feel free to leave a five-star write-up review because the write-up reviews actually count. We read each and every one of them. We post the best ones and the reviews really help our shows keep going. And we really appreciate everything you guys say, especially the positive ones. And if you want to find us online, we're at Behind Velvet Rope on Instagram. We are at David Yontef on Instagram. We're behind The Velvet Rope on Apple Podcasts. Or head on over to Patreon, because you know what? There are just some things we can't talk about here. So for our bonus episodes, go to Patreon and type in Behind the Velvet Rope. And if you still aren't sick of me and you want more David, go to Cameo and book me on Cameo. And you can ask me anything there. I'll answer whatever you want. And I have a bargain basement price of $10. Thank you guys. See you soon.